Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Greetings. Greetings, <laughs> Jan and everyone else. Yeah. Today is going to be an interesting one because we have selected what we believe are the top three skills. For people leadership. Yeah, that's right. That every really good people leader would want to spend some time and energy on um, becoming really good at and yeah. masterful at. Yeah. And so those three are feedback, the ability to give and receive feedback. Yes. The next one is coaching, of course, and so coaching is about supporting people that work with you uh, to be more effective and having them involved in the process. That's right. And delegation. That's an interesting one. Some people might say, hmm, why did you choose delegation? And all will be revealed. So these are our top three that, uh, based on our experience uh, with people leaders over the years and what we think would have the biggest impact if people were to become really effective. And also, mm. you know, with the changing environment about how we are managing teams now, mm. we absolutely need these three skills, whether or not you're managing a virtual team or a face-to-face -face team. Um, so let's have a look at the first one. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you a model for each skill. So it's something that oh, you can practice. Oh, we love practice. models and then you can download the template as mm. well. Yeah, yeah, great. So feedback is the first one. And the model that we use is the SBIN model. So SBIN, it stands for situation, behavior, impact, impact and, and next steps. Yeah. Like what now? What are we going to do about it? That's good. All right. So let's have a look at the first one, the situation. So when you're giving feedback, it's so important to define the parameters and the context, you know, the where and when of the situation, what you're referring to. And if you don't start with that, the situation, people are going to get lost about what are we having this um, conversation for? What do they want from me? Mm. So it's really important. Um, the reason why I'm having this conversation is to give you some feedback back about the um, presentation this morning or um, the conversation you had with the stakeholder last week. So there and then that person is focused about what it is that you're referring to. That's that's great. So the, the next part of the tool is the behaviour. So we've described the situation. So the next step is really to describe the specific behaviours that you want to address in this conversation. And I think this can be some of the most challenging oh, parts. That, that's right, because you have to communicate what you saw. Directly, you know, yeah. That's right, and do it in a way that still engages the person in the process that they want to hear more. Yeah, and not make assumptions yeah. or subjective judgments about those behaviours. And we've just done a podcast about the importance of not making assumptions. Yeah. So it's being really clear about the behaviours that you observe. Oh, otherwise it's totally going to undermine the feedback that you're giving. Yeah. Yeah, without doubt. That's right. So, so don't rely on hearsay um, or subjective judgments. You can really only go on the things that you have observed. That's right. And it's and it's being specific. So yeah. in the presentation, don't just say, oh, you made a couple of mistakes or you rushed through. Yeah. It was about what the, those specific mistakes were, um, the pace, the, the way in which you delivered the message. You know, did you 
you know, scan the room? Did you connect with people? Did you ask questions or did you race through it? So it's actually getting as specific as you can. That's right. And the thing is, when we are actually, so this is a feedback tool, not all feedback is negative. It could be, you know, what we want to be able to do is have a balance and we encourage people leaders to actually tip the balance in the positive every mm, time mm, mm. however if you do have to give corrective feedback so be it but you want to be giving feedback and the more positive the better so it could be at yesterday's sales meeting for example it was great you started on time you gave the um, handouts to everybody uh, you were correct in your calculations whatever that was and <laughs> yeah, then you go into the like really measurable information or mm. description of the behavior because this ensures that your comments or your observations are objective so mm. for example it could be i noticed that you know you connected eye to eye with three people in the room whereas yeah. there were 10 and you didn't connect with the main stakeholder yeah it, it, am i right to to yes. assume that you know because maybe you weren't watching all the time but yeah. be really clear and give measurable definable examples of the behavior yeah? okay so that situation behavior now we're coming to the impact so what is that this is the so what factor what is the impact that this behavior has had on you as a people leader what impact has it had on the team on the reputation so you need to be very descriptive as to the impact and when you look at this model the sbi so I is impact, but it's also I statements. Yeah, So great. when you did that, this is how it impacted me or how I felt. Yeah, I felt embarrassed or I felt proud. You know, what What are some of those things that you yeah, could Yeah, because feedback doesn't say. necessarily always have to be negative. negative that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, like when you come in late, it, um, you know, like I feel that we aren't, the whole team mm. um, is disrespected because then we can't allocate our um jobs and things like that yeah so or, notice that's right or because of the hard work that you've been putting into you know this account i feel really confident that we are going to get the next sales you yeah. know sales and i'm proud pitch. of you good yeah. job yeah great so s b i i for impact and n is what next mm. what are the next steps for for you for me in terms of moving into action and what we can do about it so one, I want to, next steps for you, you know, I'd love you to, you know, keep going uh, in terms of the quality of your presentation. Or even mentor someone. Great, you know, if they've fantastic. Got, if they've got, um, you know, like really good skills that you've seen. Is there anything that I could support you with? Yeah. And the other thing about next steps is sometimes, you know, when you have to be really clear is that. Um, can we make an agreement that this is mm. not going to happen again, especially mm. if someone was, I don't know, rude or they mm. did something that was quite negatively impacting the team is, you know, this is what I want to be clear about. Mm. So being having the courage to be clear about what it is that you want to see more of or less of yes. when you're giving someone feedback. So what we've actually done is we've taken one side uh, with with balance and that is actually giving somebody feedback the other side of that is actually asking someone for feedback and we really want to encourage people to get into that state or that mindset where, where they are asking someone to feedback you can still use the SBIN model in terms of at last week's presentation I'd love for you to give me some feedback on my behaviors the impact that it had on you and the team and what you think we should do next so you see how you can balance that out yeah beautiful okay so that's um you know one of the top skills for a people leader the next one is coaching mm. 
And, you know, like with coaching, coaching isn't telling. No. You know, it's not mentoring. Uh, it's not teaching. But it has a, you know, like. It's, a, it's me supporting you, supporting you. Mm. You know what I mean? I, as a people leader, want to support you in your own development. So we're going to do this together and, and I'm going to do it in a way that is constructive. constructive. We, I'm going to question, encourage, and really, you know, that 80-20 rule, I'm going to get you to, you know, come up with most of the solutions. Yeah. And okay. it's focused on solutions. Yeah. It promotes and strengthens that professional performance and personal success and development mm, mm. and I think you know like one of the catchphrases in coaching is you know like how do we move forward, forward yeah great because it is about moving forward and developing you know with providing training and guidance and learning and support yeah and the so model that the we use drum is, roll yeah the grow model <laughs> yeah. it is a, a you know like people use it all over the world it's a simple model it and works. it works that's right so the acronym grow stands for goal reality options and then wrap up so let's start with goal briefly yeah so the reason why you would start with goal is again providing contextual purpose mm. you know so if you were to have a coaching conversation with someone you know like one of the questions I would say is you know what would you like to discuss or we've got half an hour what would be three key um, issues that would really make this worthwhile I know and so often managers think that they have to actually come up with the agenda mm. in terms of what we're going to d discuss. But if you give people enough time and energy and say, I'm going to hand it over to you, these are the sorts of questions I'm going to ask you, you will get into that rhythm of them having more control. So that's goal. Yeah. And another question for a goal is what would you need to happen for you to walk away feeling that this was Great. really uh, well time well spent? Mm. And like you said, you form a relationship with the person so you go into conversations with a clear and directed focus yeah. because that's what's going to make you effective. Good. And so that's the goal part. Uh, the next is reality. So this is really looking at, so what is the situation right now? What, you know, what is working right now? What's not working? How often does this happen? You know, is there any other relevant information or other relevant people that have been involved? So it's actually just situation yeah, analysis, that's isn't right. it? And, yep. you know, a lot of the coaching is spent a bit of time on the reality yeah. because your reality might be different from mine or someone else's perspective. Mm. And the coach, or when you're coaching someone, this is the key, is to allow someone to have an expanded a perspective mm. on the event or the situation because it allows you to be more flexible in oh, your thinking. Absolutely, and, and, and flexibility. That's that's a nice segue, Jan. Into once you have a good like reality um, section, mm. then you actually might need to go back to your goal and say, actually, what I really do want to talk about is this, yeah, you know, perfect. difficult situation I'm having right now in relation to somebody. Yeah. Now that I've had time to uncover and yeah, you know, sort that's it right. Out. Yeah, so it's not a linear conversation. Yeah. yeah. However if you have some structure or focus it allows a, a more um i suppose impactful oh yeah conscious conversation yeah definitely and and so with the reality then the next step is options so that's the o you know what are the options what is possible for you with what you've got right now mm. you know there and some of the questions are and then you know you want to say to people you know don't go into the you know how realistic is it and oh, it'll never work type scenario just explore the options we're not saying you have to land on the options and these are going to be the ones that you you know have to sign in blood but it's just about you know what are the possible options in 
relation to this situation that we're trying to work through That's together. That's right. Yeah. And when someone comes up with that option, I always, you know, is there another approach? Is there anything else? Have yeah. we thought of everything? That's right. Because what do you think the consequences might be of that option as opposed to the other option? Mm. And what criteria do right. you do you um, have you created that in that allowed you to come up with those options mm. because the criteria is, you know, I, I need to get it done in a certain time. Is that an assumption? And being a manager, you might know more about that, mm. yeah, or how important it is to a stakeholder. Right. And then and the last one is wrap-up. That's right. And that is about tying everything together so mm. that it's not just, oh, we had a great discussion and you left it like hanging, what you want to be able to do is really solidify this conversation so that you can allow the person to either move into action, to think differently, to behave differently, uh, to get some sort of insight that allows them to be more productive, efficient or, you know, better, basically. Yeah. So, so some of the things that I would usually say is, so what are the next steps? Yeah. Well, based on the conversation that we had, what are some of the key insights? Or based on what we've just said, what would you be doing differently? How would you be different as a, as a result of this? I know. And this is one of the, you know, I like to for, for managers to put in, so how can I support oh, Oh, yeah. definitely that. You know, it, it could be how can I support you or what would you like me to do to support you and, you know, those or sorts of Or even what support do you need? Need, yeah, fantastic. And, you know, and you could get even more sort of definitive and that could be, so what are your next three steps? Yeah. And what's the time frame for that? You know, it really does depend on the nature of the conversation. But... Yeah, we've had a look at goal, reality, options and wrap up and that's the grow model. Yeah. Now, I suppose the other thing that I wanted to share with you is when you're having a conversation with your manager, you know, sometimes the people either think it's their responsibility to write the notes and, you know, syndicate. Mm -hmm. We really encourage people to own their own material. Yeah. And so if I'm being coached by my manager, you know, the leader, we encourage people leaders to say, can you just put in bullet points what we discussed or what we agreed or what your next steps are? Because then that person actually owns that conversation. It's not you owning that. And it's in writing and something actually happens when you write it down mm. and that you share. It's more of a, that commitment-based um, kind of reality that happens. Great. So let's have a look at the last one. And the last one might seem a bit curious to people. Like, why did you choose delegation? And the thing is, delegation has so many benefits mm. that, you know, benefits for you, benefits for the team. And, you know, one be benefit is that it actually helps your team grow. Mm. If you want your team to grow, then start delegating some tasks based on their skill sets or their areas of interest that you're, you're able to do because I have not met any manager that says, yeah, I've got a pretty easy workload. Everybody has something that they could delegate to other members of the team that they would want to take on board. And so what it does, it instills trust. Yeah. Like even the meaning of the, or the origins of delegate, which is delegare, which means send on a commission, and then Latin mm. and English delegation means kind of like delegated power. So what yeah. you're doing is you're allowing that person to step into your position of authority in order to do that role, and that's trust. Trust, that's and, right. You know, the, this is one thing, Michelle, that every team needs to do in order to be high-performing is to have trust 
earning behaviours. That's right. And as a people leader, you need to demonstrate oh, that. And one, what better way to do that? And you, you know, you're feeding two birds with one scone is through delegation because you're getting something off your plate, but you're also allowing them to grow and develop. Like, how can that not be a good thing? And that's like, this is a superpower, really. Yeah, and that's to do why it we well. Put it in. Yeah, yeah, totally. It is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're only going to get good at something is if you practice it. Yeah. And a lot of people say, oh, but my team are already too, um, you know, like busy. So ask. This is what I'm thinking of delegating. This is a piece of work. Yes, who Tell, wants it? Yeah, or I'm thinking of you because, because of these skills. Great. That's great. So, and, and, and think about, you know, what am I delegating? Don't delegate the crap. We remember that, you know. However, it might be your person's to you. yeah, One yeah, person's trash, trash, trash trash person's learning opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. So the model that we use is the crow model, and the reason why we said the crow model is because it fits. But also, crows, <laughs> easy to remember. Yeah, I know. But crows are really intelligent and adaptable, and that's what you have to be when oh, you delegate. Yeah, you know, yeah. you really have to um, have a couple of um, you know skill sets. So. Our CROW model stands for C-R-O-W, and C stands for context. Yes, R is for resources, O is for outcomes or outputs, and W is for the wins. Yeah, so when we're looking about, you know, so when we're talking about C, context, yep. it's explaining what it is, that, you know, what the situation is. Like, why are you going to, to delegate something? Exactly. So it might be, look, we have this really tight deadline that we've been given in order to roll out this project. Uh, there aren't too many people in the team that have the specific skill set that you have. Have, uh, we need to get it done in a certain amount. So you're actually providing context and background. That's the importance, the why. And the why, uh, yeah. The, exactly. And so that's what really, anything else we want to add to context? So it's almost like, so this is a situation in the background surrounding the thing that I want you to do. Yeah, so it's really, you know, and the reason that you're doing, doing it, it too. Yeah. So that's the C. The R is resources. Hmm. So what resources do you think you need? Like what are the inputs that you need to get this done. And little things like um, some of the resources are going to be people and it could be um, uh, programs, mm. applications, mm. technical support. They're all the resources, inputs in order to get this done. And, and the thing about this is that the person that you're delegating to won't know that and that's why you actually as a manager need to take a little bit of the lead on this. These are the resources that I think will be useful for you and then this could be an iterative conversation, the, the Crow conversation. Yeah. So you're outlining look, the resources that I think will be most important to you is Sally in accounting, um, you know this uh, Excel report. spreadsheet or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So so actually you, you need to be a little bit directive. Don't say, oh, so what resources do you think you'll need? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. So you be a little bit more directive in the resources. And once you step into the next one, which is outputs or outcomes, you might actually step back into resources again. There might be a little bit of a, a sort of um, an iterative um, process here. So the next one we look at outcomes and out outputs. So what is it that you expect this person to deliver or to come up with or to produce that's right and what are the standards that you want to see you oh, know great. like me yeah. you know 80 percent that's right. is enough in the first draft yes and when you're clear about you know a really specific 
description of the outcome that you want, then that person is clear about oh. and also give them an example, perfect. show them, you know. Perfect. I know it seems basic, but a lot of people assume. Oh, t totally. And, and one way to do that is to describe if you were to do a fantastic job on this, it would look like X. If you were to do a substandard job on this, it would look like Y. Yeah, right. So the more descriptive that you can be, the better. Mm. And encourage the, uh, by asking them questions. Is there anything you want to ask a little bit more? This doesn't have to take long at all. Mm -hmm. Like they think delegation is a big hairy beast. It's not really. But just start small. Develop your muscle around delegating things. It can be dele delegating the running of a meeting. It could mm, be the mm, delegating mm. of a production yeah. report. But because outcomes and outputs is really like what is success going to look like. Great, yeah, great. And then the last one is the W, the whens. Yeah. You know, when does this report or project need to be delivered? What? When is the first milestone? When do you want to see the first draft? It's those sorts of things. So it's about the timing, the whens. Yep. Um, so with delegation, we really encourage you to um, start practicing mm. and not just, you know, at home, uh, sorry, work. You can also Ooh, do it at yeah. work, you know, <laughs> like delegation. But yeah. it's all, yeah, because, and, and it's interesting, you know, like with your personality type, notice whether or not there are some people that you, it's easier for you to delegate to rather than others. Is it a trust thing? Is it an unconscious bias? Is it skills and competency? Notice all those factors really lead into artful delegation. I know it's such a beautiful thing when you can, you know, talk to somebody and encourage them, you know, to use their gifts. And, and that's why I'm giving you this task because I've seen that you've got a strength in this area. And that's why I want to delegate this to you. Mm. Like, yeah, tick so many boxes. Yeah. So our top three skills for people, leadership, feedback, but coaching, and, and delegation. delegation. So, oh, you're going to delegate the, the skills to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, bye for now. Bye. Anyway. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe for future episodes so you can continue your own leadership journey. And please be sure to share this and other episodes with your friends and colleagues. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.